You are listening to Overcomers Church International Podcast. Here at OCI, we are dedicated to our vision of building strong people and building strong churches. From wherever you are listening, we hope this message leaves you equipped and encouraged. Okay, we're teaching on hearing God. And God told me to title mine, Unveiled. So we're going to do some unveiling tonight. We're going to have some revealing, and God's going to impart some really cool things to us. One of God's passions is to talk, to fellowship, and to communicate with us. That's why we were created. The word for um, communicate is debar in the Hebrew. It means to speak, promise, warn, sing, and to be led, like led by the Spirit, to answer, and to name. In general, it means a sharing, an imparting, a held in common, a gift, an exchange, to participate. In 1 John 3.21, it says, My delightful loved friends, when our hearts don't condemn us, we have bold freedom to speak face-to-face with God. How awesome is that? When our hearts don't condemn us, we have that free, open ability to speak with God boldly. face-to-face. In Colossians 3.16, it says, Let the word spoken by Christ, the Messiah, have its home in your hearts, and in your minds, and dwell in you in its all of its richness. In the Passion Translation, it talks about flooding you with all wisdom. How awesome is that? In Psalms 119, 129 through 31, it says, How marvelous, how marvelous words are your living miracles. No wonder they long to I long to obey everything that you say. Break open your word within me until revelation light shines out. Those with open hearts are given insight to your plans. I open my mouth and inhale the word of God because I crave revelation of your commands. In the NIV, it says, the unfolding of your word gives us light. It gives understanding to the simple. He's talking about me right there, because I'm pretty simple. I like things really clear and plain. And I, right now, I'm going to talk to you about counterfeit or real. I knew a young girl. About 11 years old. And she grew up in a good family. They were raising her to the best of their ability. But it was flawed. And the enemy came in and saw what God had for her. And he said, I'm going to counterfeit it because I don't want her to hit the mark. I don't want her to fulfill her purpose. And so he started deceiving 
and putting counterfeit things on her. And she started in something that seemed very small, reading the astrology in the newspaper. A simple horoscope. How dangerous could that be? I'm telling you, it's very dangerous because it never stops right there. It continued and continued. And she would buy magazines, and she would learn how to do things that she shouldn't have dabbled in, like seances and Ouija boards. But God had a different plan, and he knew the right moment to reach down and pluck this little speck out of the midst of a black pit and gently take her out and set her on the rock. That was me, but that is not me because I am no longer covered in counterfeit. I no longer have a mindset of counterfeit. I know the real and the true now. I know what God has for me now and how he wants to use my life. God doesn't want any of us to be covered or masked or just um, just to have a not correct direction. He wants you to hit your mark. He wants the true and the accurate to be there for you. The different ways that we can hear God are because he talks to us all the time if we just pay attention. Um, he will speak through his word, just like Lee talked about last week, because the word is alive and it's powerful and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. He will talk to us when we're doing things, just the everyday stuff. It might be washing dishes or it might be doing a job. You may be gardening and God can speak to you. He talks to me whenever I create. If you could put that screen, that picture up on the screen. I am an artist. I don't say that openly enough, but this, I found this with God. What a treasure. It's a fractal. It's difficult to explain. You'll have to look it up for you to understand it, but it's a digital piece of artwork. And when you do the right compilations of mathematics, you can find these awesome things. I have found, like treasure hunting with God, over 700 of these. I would never have even imagined that would have been possible. And each one is named. This one is called Hearing Him. He can also talk to you and you can hear him through dreams and glimpses, which are quick images that will come to your mind, but they're God depth and, and visions, which are lengthier and more detailed. They always have a, a more open, deeper meaning, and it gives revelation for you personally or for someone else that you know. More than likely, it deposits in you, and then you have enough to give out. He will also use our five natural senses, and he will also use our five spiritual senses. If you've not heard that, 
He made us spirit with a body and a soul. So he will use the whole package. So, and it's, it's always to speak to our spirits because he wants to be real personal with us. In hearing, it's in the natural, it's an auditory sound heard in the physical realm for our brains to store the information. In the spirit, it's a particular sound imparted from the spiritual realm with a much deeper meaning. We had um, something unique happen. We, um, I was at the kitchen, the kitchen door was open, and I was washing dishes. And I kept hearing this cooing, and we hadn't had a whole lot of um, doves at our place before that. And I looked out, and in the tree, there were five doves sitting in a tree. This is me seeing it naturally, but there was a deeper spiritual meaning of it. Of course, we know doves, in general, in the Bible, represent peace. Well, for me, it spoke big time of peace, because we have peace on our property, and we fight for peace. It's very important. And five in the Hebrew represents grace. So God was going to give us an extra measure of peace and of grace. Um, to hear clearly, we need to get rid of the static, the things that were clutter up our thinking, our processing of what we hear. We need to get our ears cleaned out, I don't know if you've ever had waxy ears where it makes it hard to hear. Some people have to go to the doctors and, and get their ears cleaned. Well, God can do that in the spiritual realm. He can clear up the static, and he can clean out the wax so that we can hear spiritually better. All this conversation that God is having is so that we would have an inner knowing that he is talking to you personally and that to bring you closer to him. In seeing with our natural eye, we can have visual information through light that comes. We can't see anything if there isn't light. And I learned a couple of things. Light cannot bend. And when you perceive something in your eye, it gets flipped. Well, in the spiritual realm, we see with our sanctified imagination, and it is stored in our hearts. And it, the sanctified imagination is the light of heaven. There is no flipping, and it's revelation to us. I had um, seen a photo of a prism that the light had come in and then it refracted out and split into a beautiful rainbow. God spoke multitudes to me that. He still does even today. At one point, he showed me um, rain coming down and he said that each raindrop was a Christian. And whenever his light shined through them, when they were in unity, then the rainbow would appear. And it would be his promises fulfilled and his promises to be fulfilled. 
So that's something that I saw that he spoke to me. I saw it in my sanctified imagination, and he told me that there's unity that needs to be. We need to be careful, little eyes, what we see, because those images get stored in your mind and in your heart. It can clutter up things. And we need to let God wash our eyes, just like they have the washing stations for if you get a wrong chemical in your eye, you have to you know, bend down and the water has to come splashing up. God can do that in the spiritual realm, in your heart and in your mind. And the aerated water is like the word of God and the presence of God. He wants to remove the speck or the beam from our eyes. Whether it's a little thing or a big thing, he is able to do it. It is his father's heart to do it. In Job 42, 51, Job is talking, I have heard of you only by hearing of the ear, but now my spiritual eyes see you. He wants us to see him. Another sensory, another aspect that he can use is through our sensory, which is feeling, like the actual touch. And it's the largest organ that we have in our body. And science doesn't even know how it all happens and how the information gets to the brain and it all gets processed. They say that they don't understand it. But God, he understands it very well. And it's something that we can get fastened to in our spirit from his presence, supernaturally felt. He wants to impart it from heaven to us. In Acts 17, 27, it says, so that they should seek God in hope that they might feel after him and find him, although he is not far from any of us. Know that he is literally, just like the song, as close as your skin. He wants to be so close that he can lean in and whisper sweet everythings to you. He wants that close of a relationship with you. We need to allow the Lord to remove the layers of counterfeit coverings that keep us from feeling the things of heaven. We need to consecrate ourselves and remove the selfishness and the self-preservation cover-ups that we use. That's been going on for a long time, i.e. Adam and Eve. He also uses the sense of smell. And the normal things you can smell in the realm, say if you smell fire and you don't have a fireplace, it's going to alarm you that something's not right. In the spiritual realm, it will join us to what is being given to us from God. So just like if you smell bread, it gives you a sense of nutrition or home, comfort maybe even. So it can also relate in the spiritual realm. In Romans 8, 14, mature children of God are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. 
there was a time I was in worship and I smelt just, oh my gosh, an immense amount of flowers. And I was like, okay, what does this mean? Because there were no flowers in the room at all. And he said, I want a closer intimacy with you. And I was like, if, it's, if this is even a start of how good this is going to be, I'm, I'm all in. It's time for us to take the clothespin off our nose. <laughs> and it's time for us to crawl up in Daddy God's lap and let him blow our nose so that we can smell the things of heaven the way that he wants to speak to us. And he uses taste. In the natural, the tongue has two to 8,000 taste buds that have 50 to 150 receptor cells to communicate to your brain. In the spiritual, God is abundantly above and does more to have spiritual receptors to connect us with our creator to what is going on in heaven that he wants to have happen on earth. If I say honey, you'll have an image or even a taste comes to mind. It may be sticky or sweet, or you may even think of bees, but it gives you a reference point. There was a time I was praying for someone, and I started tasting honey. And I was like, okay, I'm not sure what that means. And God was showing me that he wanted them to know the preserving love that he had for them. So he will use all kinds of unique things that maybe we're not used to. But these are just some things that he's taught me how to hear him more closely. We need to remove the self-made mask and cleanse our mouth's palate. We need to watch what comes out of our mouth. Let the Lord unveil you and to share with you on a much deeper and intimate level, we need to be willing to get closer and closer still. Are you open to having a more intimate relationship with the Lord so that you can do and say what he wants you to do? I'm going to pray this prayer over you. And if you have a hunger for God to touch you and to use you and to be more intimate with you, I want you to really open up your heart and let him impart these things. You can close your eyes, and I'll pray Ephesians 1.17 over you. Lord, I pray the Father of glory. I, I'm start that over. Lord, I pray that the Father of glory the God of our Lord Jesus Christ would impart to you the riches of the spirit of wisdom and the spirit of revelation to know him through your deepening intimacy with him. I pray that the light of God will illuminate your eyes of your imagination, flooding you with light until you experience the full revelation of hope of his calling that is the wealth of God's inheritance that he finds in us, his holy ones. Now I have something to declare over you that God gave me. If this 
pertains to you, if this is part of your heart's cry, I want you to open up and let him touch you. Ripped is the veil. There is a lover's love that no one can comprehend, that is so strong to us that nothing dare stand in its way. We are like one with a veil, a garment covering our face, separating you from who you were truly meant to be in his presence. We were like an infant with call over your face, a membrane, a fine tissue. It is from things that have, you have been born with that kept you from seeing him. It concealed the, your view of who the Lord is. It altered your attitude of how he loves. You had a screen, a shield that obscured his heart from you. This self-made mask kept you away from the things of heaven. But we have a Lord, passionate love for us. His desire is to see us, so he rents the veil. He has an ardent affection for you to be close to him. Thus he raises his hand to your face, tearing away the veil that binds you in shame. He makes an open path for your vision of him and him alone. O oh Lord, your boundless fervor toward them has separated them from these things that tried to hold on to them, things that are false. Even though they may have held on to them tight, your love holds on to them tighter still. You've taken away the divide of hurts, disassembling it with your fire. Move them, Lord, in your keenness of heart for healing them. Torn into pieces are the protective disguises that had, they had on themselves. They are open to the enthusiasm and the zeal of your freedom. You rush to remove them from any reluctant stance. The heat of your holy words place within them a wildness of hunger for you. Abide in them with great attachment. Oh, Lord, we need you. You rapture our, their hearts wholly and completely. Seize anything that they might hold higher than you. Ripped away is the veil. Oh, our King, you are full of love and mercy. You do what is only good. Seeing your beloved standing here, rent is the veil in your passion for them so that they might be free. They are loosed to be a blessing to you, that they may minister to you, O Lord, the lover of their souls, that their worship and prayers will be a sweet fragrance to you. Fill them with your presence. Fill this very place. Ripped is the veil, and they shall never be the same. Let them never again see you the same, shielded and afar off ever again. Amen. If God is changing your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by partnering with us today. If you would like to give or would like more information on how we are making a difference, visit ociperryville.com.